of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Hello and welcome to episode 60. I am Mosh. And real quickly, I just want to bring up something that has bothered me ever since I saw it posted on Twitter from Ninja. You know, that blue-haired little boy. And this is what he said, and I quote, The phrase, it's just a game, is such a weak mindset. You are okay with what happened, losing, imperfection of a craft. When you stop getting angry after losing, you've lost twice. There's always something to learn and always room for improvement. Never settle. Okay, so he's trying too hard to sound inspirational. That's a given. But the thing that bothers me is saying that it's just a game is a weak mindset. Because it's not. People say it's just a game to remind themselves not to get angry over a silly game. Not everyone plays games to be the best. Not everyone plays to be a pro. Some people, believe it or not, play games to have fun. Some people play games to escape reality. So no, saying it's just a game is not a weak mindset, and it's ridiculous if you think so. Getting angry over games is not healthy. And then he went on to say, oh well, if LeBron and Tom Brady lose games, surely they're going to be mad over it. Yeah, for about 20 minutes, and then they remember that they're multi-millionaires, not people sitting in their room getting angry over a game. There's a very big difference. This ninja dude is not smart at all. I don't understand why this tweet has 159,000 likes, 24,000 retweets. Just because you like someone on the internet doesn't mean every single thing they say is correct. Oh, Ninja posted something and I like him, so I gotta like it and I gotta retweet it. Because he must be right, he just knows everything. That blue haired guy seeping into the head, killing brain cells. The dude doesn't even know how to slice bread. If you've never seen that video, search up Ninja cutting bread or whatever it is. He can't even cut bread. That's how stupid he is. So it's just a game? Well, guess what, Ninja? It's just bread. And then the next thing I want to bring up quickly is that I don't think the PS5 is being revealed this month. <laughs> There's only a few days left and nothing has happened. So I'm never listening to the internet ever again. I've been burned one too many times. And the internet's just full of liars. So from now on, I'm doing the podcast without the internet. I'm going up north. I'm finding a campsite getting a campfire going and i'm just going to do it live with no internet and if anyone wants to join me you're more than welcome to so sticking with playstation they were supposed to appear at pax east and they have pulled out they gave an update and they said today sony interactive entertainment made the decision to cancel its participation at pax east in boston this year due to increasing concerns related to the coronavirus we felt this was the safest option as the situation is changing daily we are disappointed to cancel our participation in this event, but the health and safety of our global workforce is our highest concern. So they were going to show a new demo of The Last of Us Part 2. I think they're supposed to show more of uh, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, so that's not happening. Maybe they'll release them as like YouTube videos, but they obviously won't be at the convention. I saw some people saying that this was dumb. Uh, I don't know how this is dumb. The fact that a mega company like this actually cares about the health of their employees says a lot. Like that's a good thing. Because there are a lot of companies that don't care about their employees. They just want them to do their job and make money. So the fact that Sony is showing concern is a good thing. And to the people saying that this is dumb, I hope you get the coronavirus. And then let me know if it's still dumb. 
And to anyone that's been to a convention or knows anyone that's been to a convention, especially the big ones like a PAX or a TwitchCon, you know that when people get back from them, they get sick. Sicknesses spread through conventions like crazy. But they didn't just pull out of PAX East, they also pulled out of GDC along with Facebook. I believe Kojima had people that were going to be there that will no longer be there, Square Enix and EA. And it's all for the same reason, the coronavirus. Just reading here, it says it follows a series of canceled or postponed video game events plus console manufacturing disruption caused by the outbreak. The virus has infected over 75,000 people so far, killing over 2,000. The majority of cases have been in China, with just over 1,000 cases reported in other countries. Facebook says that it is still planning to make announcements at GDC around its Oculus business, but will now do that via digital formats with video, online QAs, and more. The firm says it is removing its booth footprint and advising all employees to refrain from traveling to the show. And then Sony's statement was the exact same as the one relating to PAX. Alright, so moving on over to Xbox, Microsoft has released new details about the Xbox Series X. So I'm going to read what Phil Spencer, head of Xbox, had to say. The future of gaming has never been more inspiring. Creativity in games is flourishing. New services empower you to discover more games and bring you closer to the games and creators and streamers you love. The cloud creates a massive opportunity to stream console quality games and play with the people you want, wherever you want. And for many of us, nothing is more inspiring than the dawn of a new console generation. We know you expect the next generation of consoles to set new standards in graphical power and processing speed, converging together in games that look incredible and feel alive. This will be defined by worlds that are visually astounding and immediately immersive with innovative leaps in CPU, GPU, and storage technology to give you frictionless access to new stories and new creators constantly. We've been using Xbox Series X in our internal take-home program and are energized by the feedback we've been receiving. At Xbox, we value being open and transparent with you and I'm proud to be able to share details about some of the technologies we are enabling for the next generation and look forward to boldly sharing more as we head towards E3. 12 teraflops, variable rate shading, hardware accelerated direct X ray tracing, quick resume for multiple games, and smart delivery. A superior balance of power and speed Compared to the previous generation, Xbox Series X represents a superior balance of power and speed in console design, advancing on all technological fronts to delivering amazing dynamic living worlds and minimize any aspects that can take you out of the experience. Our job at Team Xbox is to give teams the tools they need to achieve their ambitions and tap into the console's power with efficiency, a few of which we're detailing today. Raw power is just part of the story. Next Generation Custom Processor Xbox Series X is our most powerful console ever powered by our custom designed processor leveraging AMD's latest Zen 2 and RDNA 2 architectures. Delivering 4 times the processing power of an Xbox One and enabling developers to leverage 12 teraflops of GPU performance, twice that of an Xbox One X, and more than 8 times the original Xbox One. 
Xbox Series X delivers a true generational leap in processing and graphics power with cutting edge techniques resulting in higher frame rates, larger, more sophisticated game worlds, and an immersive experience unlike anything seen in console gaming. Variable Rate Shading Our patented form of VRS, or Variable Rate Shading, empowers developers to more efficiently utilize the full power of the Xbox Series X. Rather than spending GPU cycles uniformly to every single pixel on the screen, they can prioritize individual effects on specific game characters or important environmental objects. This technique results in more stable frame rates and higher resolution with no impact on the final image quality. Hardware Accelerated DirectX Ray Tracing You can expect more dynamic and realistic environments powered by Hardware Accelerated DirectX Ray Tracing, a first for console gaming. This means true-to-life lighting, accurate reflections, and realistic acoustics in real time as you explore the game world. Immersion in an instant. The next console generation will be defined by more playing and less waiting. And when play begins, we know many gamers demand ultra-low latency to be as immersed and precise as possible. To this end, the team analyzed every step between player and game, from controller to console display, and asked how we could make it faster. SSD storage. With our next generation SSD, nearly every aspect of playing games is improved. Game worlds are larger, more dynamic, and load in a flash, and fast travel is just that. Fast. Quick Resume. The new Quick Resume feature lets you continue multiple games from a suspended state almost instantly, returning you to where you were and what you were doing without waiting through long loading screens. Dynamic Latency Input. We're optimizing latency in the player-to-console pipeline starting with our Xbox wireless controller, which leverages our high-bandwidth, proprietary wireless communication protocol when connected to the console. With dynamic latency input, a new feature which synchronizes input immediately with what is displayed, controls are even more precise and responsive. HDMI 2.1 Innovation We've partnered with the HDMI forum and TV manufacturers to enable the best gaming experience through features such as Auto Latency Mode and Variable Refresh Rate. Auto Low Latency Mode allows Xbox One and Xbox Series X to automatically set the connected display to its lowest latency mode. Variable Refresh Rate synchronizes the display's refresh rate to the game's frame rate, maintaining smooth visuals without tearing ensuring minimal lag and the most responsive gaming experience. 120 FPS support With support for up to 120 FPS, Xbox Series X allows developers to exceed standard 60 FPS output in favor of heightened realism or fast-paced action. The next generation of game compatibility The benefits of the next console generation extend in every direction bringing greater visual fidelity and improved loading speeds to your existing game legacy in addition to new games. We're continuing our commitment to compatibility with Xbox Series X and investing in technology that makes game ownership easier across generations. Four generations of gaming. Our commitment to compatibility means existing Xbox One games, including backward compatible Xbox 360 and original Xbox games, look and play better than ever before. Your favorite games, including titles in Xbox Game Pass, benefit from steadier frame rates, faster load times, and improved resolution and visual fidelity, all with no developer work required. Your Xbox One gaming accessories also come forward with you.
Smart Delivery. This technology empowers you to buy a game once and know that whether you are playing it on Xbox One or Xbox Series X, you are getting the right version of that game on whatever Xbox you're playing on. We're making the commitment to use Smart Delivery on all our exclusive Xbox Game Studio titles, including Halo Infinite, ensuring you only have to purchase a title once in order to play the best available version for whichever Xbox console they choose to play on. This technology is available for all developers and publishers, and they can choose to use it for titles that will release on Xbox One first and come to Xbox Series X later. Xbox Game Pass. In addition to games from across four generations of consoles, our leading game subscription service Xbox Game Pass will continue to have our first party games like Halo Infinite included at their launch. We look forward to millions of you experiencing the Xbox Game Pass portfolio and immersing yourselves in a deep library of high quality games, playing those you love now and also discovering your next great adventure. A generation with players at the center. Xbox Series X is our fastest, most powerful console ever, designed for a console generation that has you at its center. This means a high-fidelity gaming experience enclosed in a quiet and bold design with the ability to discover thousands of games across four generations, all with more playing and less waiting. Whether it's empowering amazing creators at our 15 Xbox Game Studios, fueling game discovery with Xbox Game Pass, or expanding what and where you can play with Project xCloud, Team Xbox stands for frictionless pathways between players and the best experiences our remarkable art form has to offer. Xbox Series X represents that same commitment for players who want immediate immersion in games that also look and feel better than ever. We can't wait to share more details about the new Xbox with you in the coming months. So that's all pretty cool stuff. Definitely gets you excited for what is to come. And the smart delivery is great saying it doesn't matter which uh, version of the game you get you know you're getting the best version so if you get it for like xbox one you can carry it on to xbox series x because the twitter account for cyberpunk 2077 tweeted out after this one out saying that gamers should never be forced to purchase the same game twice or pay for upgrades owners of cyberpunk 2077 for xbox one will receive the xbox series x upgrade for free when available so this is what I was saying with like the PS4 to PS5. I'm sitting here waiting. Should I get the PS4 version of Cyberpunk and the PS4 version of Final Fantasy VII? Or should I wait for a PS5 version? I know we're talking about Xbox right now, but I'm just saying for me. But this confirms with Xbox at least that you can get the Xbox One version now. And if you ever upgrade to the Series X, you don't have to buy a Series X version of that game. Your Xbox One version will automatically upgrade to the Series X version for free at least with cyberpunk i would assume other developers would do the same thing so that's great that's exactly what i want to hear that is good i like how microsoft just kind of moved in they're like well if sony's not going to reveal the ps5 this month then i guess we'll just drop some more details for our console speaking of another console i gotta hit my uh, nintendo quota gotta talk about good old nintendo so they had a direct for animal crossing and that's pretty much it i don't know anything about animal crossing I think it's a game about furries or something, so yeah, that's all I got on that. I'm going to bring it back to PlayStation because I want to talk about Dreams. So Dreams officially came out, it's getting some pretty good reviews, and I just want to talk about how interesting this game is. So if you don't know, Dreams is basically a game where you can make a game. <laughs> it's like an, an engine 
that you can use to make your own game and own levels and own characters and own story and everything. You can publish it online, other people can play it. It's from the same people that made Little Big Planet, so if you're familiar with that game, then you can kind of get an idea of what Dreams is, except it's way more in depth. Anyway, the reason I want to talk about it is because you're basically in someone's head. Like you are playing someone else's imagination. Those levels, the characters, whatever they made, that came from their head. And sure, you can say that for other games as well, but there's so many people that work on other games. It was someone's idea and then everyone else puts their input in and feedback and all that stuff. So sure, other games are great, but when it comes to dreams, it's mostly just one person creating all this. Whatever level you've played. Maybe they have a sibling or a friend that helps them out, but for the most part, it's one person. So to see their visions turn into a game, it's just... It's really interesting to me. I kind of want to pick up the game now. And then you have the possibility of it growing even bigger than what people even expect. Like I've said this in a previous episode a while ago, but I'll just say it again. What if you create characters that are just written really well? Good character development. I mean, you're kind of limited with what you can do, but I'm just saying. Like you do really well with writing, character development, all that stuff. And a real studio sees that. Then they contact you and you're like, hey. Why don't you come write for us? And then bam, you're working for a video game studio. What if you make a game in dreams and some other studio can see its potential and they contact you and they're like, hey, let's make this into an actual real game. What if you make something that's really good and you see someone else that makes something really good and someone else that makes something good and you all start talking and maybe you collaborate on something and then you start to take it really seriously and you start your own indie studio. And then bam, you make an amazing game. Obviously easier said than done. There's a lot more that goes into it than that. But I'm just saying, the possibilities are endless. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Anyway, that's going to be it for gaming this week. So moving on to music. You already know February 21st was a busy day. Current's new song, Word Alive, new album. Polaris, new album. Ozzy, new album. Whew. I listened to all of them back to back to back to back. Anyway, let's start with Currents. So their new song is called Second Skin, and it is so good. This is the best song released so far this year. I know it's only February, but there's been a lot of good songs released, and this is hands down, no doubt about it, the best song to be released this year, this decade. It's a 10 out of 10 song. This is like the blueprint. Of what I want a song to be. A lot of bands I like are releasing albums this year, and this song might have just pushed Current's album to number one. This might be my most anticipated album now because of this song. That's how good it is. And Brian's vocals have gotten better. Like his scream, I mean, jeez. The dude can scream his balls off, and his singing has gotten better. The chorus is fantastic, and you don't even hear the chorus that much. You hear it three times in the song. After the first time you hear it, you're like, cool, I want to hear that again. But they don't give it to you right away. You have to wait a minute and 18 seconds before you hear it again. So this is the second single released from this album, which hasn't been announced yet. Actually, someone asked Sharp Tone Records in the comments when it's coming out, and they actually replied and said Summer, which shout out to Sharp Tone. They're one of the best labels in the business right now. Just the fact that they even responded and said that is big because most labels won't do that they didn't give an actual date but just a time frame alone is nice 
So I'm not sitting here in the springtime saying, hmm, when's the new currents coming out? It's coming out in the summer. So look forward to that in the summertime. But anyway, the first song was Poverty of Self, and then Second Skin is the second song, and there is a connection between the two. At the end of the video for Second Skin, it says the end is drawing near in text, and then in the song Poverty of Self, in the lyrics, he says the end is drawing near. In the Second Skin video, there's a lot of like tornadoes, hurricanes, just natural disaster weather, rain, wind, all that stuff. And then on the artwork, it's the kind of like an aerial view of a hurricane, like looking down at the, uh, the eye of the storm or whatever. And then in the Poverty of Self video, near the end, you see storm clouds coming in, and then the aerial view again in the eye of the storm, and then in the woman's eye you see it as well. So you have the connection of The End is Drawing Near, which is probably the name of the album. Maybe, maybe not. And then the visually, there's the connection. So that might be the theme and the name of the album, if I had to guess. Anyway, enough rambling. I'm really excited. The song's really good. Alright, so let's move on to The Word Alive and their new album, Monomania. What did the Arizona Boys, minus one, deliver us this time? They delivered a 7 out of 10 album, okay? It's pretty good. I found some of the songs kind of started to sound the same, which is when I start to lose interest. I like when songs kind of have their own personality. They kind of separate themselves from each other, and when songs kind of start blending together, I'm just... You'll lose me on that. So a few of these songs kind of sound the same, which is unfortunate. I don't know where this album is supposed to sound different from anything they've done. It sounds just like them. So I don't know. But it's still a good album. And then the song KF stands for Kyle Forever. And that is a tribute to one of the vocalists of We Came As Romans who passed away. So yeah, it's, it's you know, like I said, 7 out of 10. Not their best album. And then we had Polaris's new album, The Death of Me. I'd give this one a 7.5 out of 10. Pretty good stuff. The first half of this album is really good. There's 10 songs. The first five are fantastic. And then the last five, I, he kind of started to lose me a little bit. Around track 7, 8, and 9. But it ends really strong. So, again, 7.5 I think is a pretty good rating. Because the good songs on here are really good. My biggest issue is a lack of vocal variety. The screaming that the vocalist does, he just kind of stays in his lane, doesn't really, you know, branch out too much, which I know he's capable of doing because I've heard him do it live. But I just wish they would do that on an album. Same thing happened last year with After the Burial. Like, all the screaming just sounds the same without any sort of variety. So I would just give me a little bit more. I mean, there is singing on here too. I'd be is it the bassist or this guitar i don't remember but one of the other dudes in the band sings so there's that to break things up but as far as the screaming goes i wish there was a little bit more going on i'm not giving full reviews of these albums because it's just too much <laughs> if only like one album came out at a time cool but dropping three on one day like my brain's already melted so and i couldn't even focus on anything else because the current song was just too good <laughs> out of anything i listened to this weekend it's just been the current song i've had that thing on repeat since it came out and then we had ozzy osbourne's new album ordinary man i am not giving this a rating <laughs> i'll just leave it at that really it, it's it's good like it's not bad but some of the song like there's a song called eat me 
Sure. And then the last song, well, the very last song is his collaboration with Post Malone, which I believe was on Post Malone's album. And the second to last song is another collaboration with Post Malone called It's a Raid, and that's just kind of a weird song that doesn't really fit. So, I don't know. I think that probably would have been better as a one-off single. If you like Ozzy, you might like the album. If you don't like him, then maybe just skip it. I do think the title track, Ordinary Man, featuring Elton John, is very good, though. That is a very good song. And with that, I think it's time to move on to the weekly pick of the week, which is going to be the new Currents song. (laughs) It's too good not to give it the spotlight this week. I just, I have to do it. Link in the description. Current second skin. And when I say links in the description, I'm talking about the YouTube video, which is the main part of the podcast. I'm not talking about the other services, Apple, Spotify, none of those. Because the site that I upload this through for those services automatically uploads it to those sites. So the formatting is different on each site. So I could lay it out one way and it'll look fine on one of the sites. But on the other site, it'll look bad it'd be like a giant cluster and just gross so that's why i don't put links on those it's only for the youtube side of this all right on to the weird story of the week i had a really good one and i was like you know what by the time it's time to record this episode i'll totally remember it guess what i forgot so i'm going back to florida florida never fails Two Gainesville women were arrested Saturday afternoon after police said they broke into the home of an acquaintance and vandalized the bedroom using duct tape and animal feces. Police said Nikki Rowena Sismanidis, 18, and Jasmine Marie Suarez, 19, allegedly broke into the home of a common friend. Once inside, the pair allegedly placed strips of duct tape on the victim's bedroom walls, which caused damage to the paint when later removed. Also, a large portion of one wall was covered in a pattern using the duct duct tape. I almost said duct tape. Duct tape. That spelled out an expletive, and police said the pair planted animal feces on the victim's bed. The victim told police that Sismanidis has become hostile in the past when she chooses not to hang out with her, and on the previous day, the victim did not respond to texts from Sismanidis asking the victim to hang out. The two admitted their involvement in the burglary and vandalism during a phone conversation with the victim, and they arrived during the officer's on-scene investigation and admitted their involvement to police. They are both arrested and charged with burglary and criminal mischief. So the cis manatist person texted the victim. The victim ignored the text, and this is what happened. They broke into the victim's home, destroyed it with duct tape, and animal feces but here's the thing here's the detail that's left out what animal poop was used now you would think a dog or a cat common household pets easy to assume those but what if it wasn't what if these two went out of their way to find a nice exotic animal maybe like an alpaca maybe they got alpaca poop came back spread it all over the victim's bed you know see to me that's an act of love because you went the extra mile. You put in the effort. You didn't just find a dog or a cat. But again, very important detail that's left out. We need to know what kind of animal poop it is. And on that note, I'm going to end it there. So thank you for listening. 
As always, you can listen on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, and Stitcher. I have links in the description. Links to other things in the description as well. The Weekly Pick, Twitter, Twitch, Discord, all that good stuff. And I will talk to you guys next week. Later. <laughs>